Welcome back to our third episode of Under Your Skin. I'm Alexa. I'm Katie. And this episode, we wanted to do a little bit of a Q&A. So we have some listener submitted questions. Yes, I'm excited. These are good questions. Um, do you want to go first? Sure. Annie um, submitted a question, how to get rid of pregnancy melasma. Ooh, that's a good one. I know. What is pregnancy melasma? So melasma is a type of pigmentation that usually occurs in women, but men can get it too. It's super hard to treat because it's caused by a number of things. The first one being uh, sun exposure. The next one being heat exposure. So people who do like a lot of hot yoga. Oh, I never they would have can of actually that. get it. So that's why I'm not a huge sauna person. Oh, well, <laughs> I know because that's I like because it freaks me out. And interesting. Yeah. And sometimes you can get it from a spike in estrogen or I'm even noticing people who are going through menopause. Oh, yeah. Because it's the because your hormones are just yeah. all over the place. But so that combined with the heat or combined with sun exposure, it, it could just be anything. One of those things, all of those things. Wow. Okay. Like I have a good friend, Jen, shout out Jen. I love you. But, um, (laughs) she had, she's the one who made me more aware of what melasma was. She struggled with it and she would always do like she'd drive and she would never have the AC on. Like it would be on like what the, one of the lower things. And I like to, I like to crank that bitch in the yeah, car. I mean, it's, yeah. it's 117 degrees today, guys. No, no joke. joke. <laughs> <laughs> that is, it's hot out here in the I'm, desert. I'm afraid to get into my car. <laughs> yeah, you need to run it. <laughs> oh my gosh. But um, yeah, now she, you know, doesn't do hot yoga. And now she, you know, makes it a little bit cooler in her car because any of those things or all of those things can make your body create more melanocytes. So it happens mostly in darker skin types, but fair skin people can get it too. I had no idea. And I, I am a sauna whore. I own my own sauna. So it's, that's a little concerning. <laughs> I don't love to be hot. Like, I feel like when you're cold, you can put on a sweatshirt, but you can't rip your skin off. <laughs> like, no, I mean, no, you can't. There's only so much you can do but. if you're hot. Yeah. <laughs> But when you see women that have like, it's usually characterized by like on both sides, like bilateral brown patches, like on each cheek, or they'll have like, you know, where it looks like a mustache a little bit on their upper lip, or they'll have it on their forehead. So a lot of people get it during pregnancy and it is very, very hard to get rid of. So how do you treat it? Not laser because it's a lot of light and a lot of heat. So it's (laughs) it's like putting the sun on your face. Uh, The first thing I would say is go and see your dermatologist. There are a lot of different creams out there and I'm seeing all kinds of ads and stuff like that on TikTok. Mm -hmm. I would say don't even mess with that because you don't know what's in it. You don't know how stable all that stuff is that, you know, is in that packaging. Yeah. Go and see your dermatologist because a lot of times like these bleach, we call them bleaching creams, but it's not going to bleach your skin. It's just going to help lighten the pigment. A lot of times they have to be refrigerated. Oh. 
and you can only use them for a certain amount of time and then you need to take breaks. So ordering something online and have it sit in my hot mailbox, probably. Probably not. not. (laughs) (laughs) So I would say start out with something like that. Um, In products with like glycolic acid, retinol, I would say everyone should kind of have like an alpha hydroxy acid in their, you know, skincare routine with a retinol too. It's good for anti-aging. It'll help, you know, increase, you know, cellular turnover, which is what we want to do is kind of exfoliate that stuff off eventually. But I don't know if you've seen this. There's a peel out there called the Cosmolon. I have heard about it. Yes. So I heard it's like really good. My friend Jen, this is how I know about it. She got the Cosmolon peel and her skin is like no pigment. Oh, really? Beautiful. Okay. So it looks we like need, it does. Shout out a, to the Cosmolon people. I know. We need, to have you we need samples. <laughs> yeah, we need samples. <laughs> um, but it looks like it does a really great job at lifting this pigment. So, I mean, okay. I feel like it's groundbreaking in that area. So I would honestly, instead of spending all your money on all these creams that may or may not work. Invest in something that. In a chemical appeal. Yeah. Which Pro- I'm sure has multiple benefits as well. Probably not in 117 degree heat, but once it cools yeah. off a little bit, that would be the time. Well, the East Coast is getting something completely different than we are right now. So. Is it cold? I think it's like wet, <laughs> but like very wet. I don't know. Weather. I just picture days. like the front door is like drip, like everything's just wet. Yeah. I mean, it, it's like flooding, I think. Oh, okay. So good time to focus on your skincare, I guess. <laughs> no. <laughs> After the, after that, maybe. Oh, okay. Well, kind of on the same thread as as the products, we have a question from Brooke, who says, "Who's asking? Do I really need to use retinoids, vitamin C, hyaluronic acid? The list goes on and on. And if so, what is a good routine?" I would say there's so many things out there that you could be using in your skincare. I like hyaluronic acid, but I think there's so many better ingredients out there than hyaluronic acid because actually most of the time, most of the time, not all of the time, the molecule is too big to go into the skin. So you're just kind of hydrating at the moment. It's like not helping you replenish your hyaluronic acid in your skin because we lose it as we get older. Oh, interesting. Is there a way to replenish it or no? I mean... I know SkinCeuticals has the HA Intensifier. I really like that product. And it helps you, I think, by 30% make your own hyaluronic acid again. Okay. I really like beta-glucan, though. I feel like it does all of that and more. What products have beta-glucan? Oh, gosh. Or your favorite ones? I like ZO. They have they incorporate a lot of beta-glucan, like their Bright Alive Serum, which is for dark spots that has beta-glucan. A lot of their stuff has, you know, up-to-date ingredients in it. So that's why I really like it. Or honestly, I'm so basic. Aquaphor. There you go. Glycerin. Glycerin. I was going to ask you about glycerin because I saw that in your my in my bag. <laughs> my glycerin hand cream that my dad found. He's the one who discovered it. It's like ten dollars on Amazon. That's okay. I, I've the only time I've heard about glycerin, and this is a terrible example, is that there was a Jennifer Lopez video where she had to look like she was sweating and working out, and they put glycerin all over her body. But she was talking about how, like, amazing her skin was after that. And then I never, like, followed up on it. But now I'm starting to hear it more. It's not, like, greasy either. Like, I have really bad hand eczema from all the washing I do after patients, stuff like that. And I would just be, like, in between my fingers, like, the webs would be all cracked and ripped. Oh, God, it felt terrible. 
this cream, I don't even need like medication anymore. I just do the cream every night. We'll have to put a link. Link in bio. Yes. <laughs> for the, the magic glycerin. Do we, we need a page now. We got to link all this stuff now we that do. we're official. That's right. Okay. We'll get that out to you guys. You guys are on this journey with us. <laughs> Welcome. It's a journey. <laughs> it's going to be fun. It's a journey, not a destination. It's definitely not a destination. We're, there's no trajectory on this map. We're just going for it. But yeah, I think you can use all of that stuff in your skincare. I mean, I always tell people if you're in your 20s and up, you should definitely be using a retinol because it's not just for acne. It's for fine lines and wrinkles, too. And if you care about that kind of thing and keeping your skin in you know good condition, you care about anti-aging which obviously you probably do if you're listening to this podcast, I would say add a retinol at least, you know, three nights a week, every other night in your skincare routine. What's the difference between a retinol and like tretinoin or is there a difference? Retinol is not as strong as tretinoin. Oh, okay. In tretinoin, you have to see a dermatologist to get a prescription. So it's like retin-A. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Okay. I always like to do that when it's colder outside and then I'll let my skin have a break in the summer and I'll do retinol. Okay. I mean, Makes they sense. both, they both, you shouldn't be in the sun with either one. I'm not no. that I'm in the sun really ever, but no. summer I kind of cool it on all the crazy stuff. Yeah. That's probably a good call <laughs> given, given the current temperature outside. Yeah. And vitamin C is good because it helps protect against free radical damage. You know, when you're out in the sun you're exposed to all that radiation. Well, not radiation, pollution, diesel. I guess radiation. I mean, yeah. who knows? These days. <laughs> I mean, the skies are orange in New York. I mean, who knows what is in our yeah. air right now, but you're just... You your can, skin's taking it all on. Yeah, and your skin really is your largest organ, so it's just kind of like breathing that all in. So interesting you brought up vitamin C because we also have a question from Nicolette about... Can you use vitamin C and retinol at the same time? I mean, I keep seeing all these like infographics on Instagram. It's like you can't use these together. And I definitely use some of these combinations together. And I have not had an issue. And I have, well, you already know, I have very sensitive skin. Like, yeah. I feel like I always have a rash. You're a good guinea pig for what's going to work. <laughs> yeah. Like I always will use an AHA with a retinol. I've never had a problem with that. But I always do vitamin C in the morning and a retinol at night. Oh, okay. So you can use them same day. Just probably not together. It's a lot of acid. Yeah. If you did all those lot. things together. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, our next question is Robbie, and he said there are gnarly mosquitoes in Utah. What is the best remedy for a bug bite? We don't get mosquitoes here. Yeah. Well, growing up, I grew up in Oregon, and we did have mosquitoes. And really? I, I'm going to preface this remedy by saying, please do not try this. And I am not an advocate for it, but what they always said was to heat up a spoon and what? like, like I guess cauter, like it's basically cauterizing. Whatever you said, heat up spoon and just is like, this <laughs> is very true. It's taking a turn. It is. Yeah. So do, yeah, <laughs> do hard drugs and you won't be concerned <laughs> about your mosquito bites anymore. Oh um, nope. Not saying that either, but no, like you're supposed to put the hot part of the spoon on the mosquito bite and then that would, does it work? Take the itch away. I think it just burnt, like it just burned it. So you're so. distracted by the burn. Yeah. My remedy that I learned growing up at summer camp, because I would never be exposed to mosquitoes until summer camp, and I swear 
I'm not saying it works, but I'm not saying it doesn't work. You take your fingernail and you make like an X, like dig it into your skin <laughs> on the mosquito bite. And then you spit right in the middle of the X. And, then so- <laughs> and, and did that work? I swear it did. But, you know, I, I feel like sometimes you just will something to work because you're so desperate and then you're like, it works. Yeah. That's true. So we don't have an answer for you, turns out. <laughs> no. I think there's over-the-counter stuff like calamine Hydro- lotion and oh, hydrocortisone. Yeah. Hydrocortisone. Anything itch itch related. And I guess if it's bad enough, you can probably get a prescription for the hydrocortisone. Because I think over the counter only goes up so 2. much. Two point five, I think. Mm-hmm. And then you can get like a five percent. Yeah. Yep. I bet taking Benadryl or something like an anti-itch yeah. antihistamine would help too. So, not so sure that's super op- helpful. So there's lots of <laughs> options to just kind of process there. There you go. <laughs> and then our last question is from Ian. He says, what habits do you recommend to adopt for any males for healthy, long-lasting skin? Oh, I like this question because I feel like we don't hear enough from the male population out there on skincare. But there, I mean, if I look at my husband, my husband doesn't do any. He uses water. Like that's, that's it. Or it. he'll use the shampoo, like the all-in-one shampoo. My and guys like, are like, yeah, I use Irish Spring. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I use, yeah, shampoo. No moisturizer, no lotion. And their skin's better than ours. It's so annoying. But, I yes. Mean, so there's the answer to all yeah. skin problems. Just use shampoo. <laughs> just use Irish Spring. Yeah. You know what? I do feel like when I become friends with like a, I mean, like just, you know, I have a lot of guy friends and I feel like they all will secretly ask me the same thing like hey what can I be doing for my so skin so they want to know they want to know I think they're too embarrassed mm-hmm. I don't know of judgment or but it doesn't have to be for women too like guys want to <gasps> look good too no and I think there's a lot of benefit I mean I think a lot of I mean even in the advertising right like when we're putting advertising out or copy out for certain services or cosmetic promotions or whatever's going on there's always women in the copy there's not always a lot of men, but men can benefit from the lasers and all the things as well. And I feel like when you look good, you feel good. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes when I use a skincare product and my skin is glowing, I'm like, damn, I look good. Like I feel good. <laughs> it's going to be a good day. But I would say sunscreen for across the board for everybody. Yeah. Sunscreen for sure. I think a good, just basic gentle cleanser, because as we're talking about all the things that are out in the environment, in the air, the things that you're exposed to on a regular basis, if you don't want to commit to like a very comprehensive skincare routine and this goes for anybody I think just having a good cleanser and a good moisturizer and starting that with that and the sunscreen of course too is and I feel like I always tell my patients like I'd rather see you spend a lot of money a lot of money <laughs> like I'd rather I see you spend a lot of money I'd rather see yeah I'd rather <laughs> see you spend your money on like a targeted serum and I honestly feel like CeraVe La Roche-Posay Cetaphil they have great cleansers. Like I was given like a, a big size bottle of the Cetaphil body lotion. Mm. I love it. They yeah. must have updated their formula. There's avocado oil in it. Oh, nice. I really like it. Okay. So, and I feel like, yeah, I haven't been dry at all, but you can get any of these cleansers at like your pharmacy. Say yeah. Access to good products doesn't mean you have to spend hundreds of dollars on them just to have you know, just to be able to cover your basics and have a decent routine, skincare routine with good products. Yeah. So CeraVe, I feel like those three brands, you can't go wrong. They make a, they have a lot of options. 
They're very affordable. They don't come in little dinky bottles. They come in big, nice bottles. <laughs> they do come in big bottles, yeah. And they have something for everyone. So, you know, if you have oily skin or if you're breaking out a lot, you're probably most likely oily. They do so. make an itch one as well. So an itch I'm going to come back to the mosquitoes. Oh. There's oh, an itch one for that. Really? Survey has one. Is it the diabetic itch one? No. Well, there's that one too. They have a psoriasis one too. Yep. I Well, it might be the eczema one. Like it might be eczema targeted. It's in like a red and white container, but I, I they have like yeah. a retinol and a vitamin C now too. Like they have a yeah, they're lot getting of on board stuff. with all the things. Yep, I remember when they were just like the basic face washes. Mm-hmm. Remember you had to get it from the pharmacist. Like it was like behind the. Oh my god, I do remember that. It was over the counter, but like you had to ask permission for it. For my old dermatologist that I used to go to a long time ago, they had a pharmacy like in their waiting area or like on their by their checkout area and they sold that's the first time I ever saw it was in there. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I think there's a couple places that do that too, or that at least sell it there as well. But, and I guess it's just important. Like we always joke around, but if it's stinging, it does not mean it's working. Yeah. If it burns, (laughs) it burns, it's working. (laughs) So, you know, and give it, you know, give your skin a chance to, you know, get used to it. If you're trying anything, it, I mean, it takes like six weeks to three months to even know if it's working for you. Yep. And I think that's a solid point. And I don't know if we want to address like any skincare myths, but I know that's definitely something we've talked about is that if it burns, it's working and it, it feeds into that whole thing where it's like, everybody's looking for a quick fix, right? Like your Botox, your filler, all of that. When you have a decent skincare routine and you're talking about your skin barrier and taking care of your skin and Um, the anti-aging and protecting yourself from the sun, all of that takes consistency and time. And yeah, if it feels like your face (laughs) is melting off, (laughs) probably not. Oh my gosh. I, if you have to like fan your face with something, yeah, just take it off. Just take it off. Unless you're doing like a chemical peel or something. And that is part of the process, but you should be doing that with a professional that has a neutralizer and isn't going to. Burn your skin off. Please don't do these professional treatments at home. No, no. There's a lot of that out there. There's a lot of, there's, I'm just really excited for this podcast. I'm going to talk about it every single episode, how excited (laughs) I am. Cause there's just so much craziness out there. Yeah. A lot of misinformation there, but there's a lot of good information. I think people don't know how to separate the two or to sift through it. And so, yeah, we'll do what we can. We're going to do our part. Put in the work for you guys. Yeah. (laughs) Get the information out there. But yeah, we're excited. And uh, more to come. Yeah. So stay tuned. We'll have some, you know, guests and interviews in the next coming weeks. And thank you guys for joining it with us or joining us. Yes. And, you know, bearing with us as we, you know, work out the kinks in this (laughs) podcast. Good. It's going to be, a, but we are going to do more of these Q and a episodes. So send us your questions to under your skin pod at Gmail, or you can drop them in our messages on Instagram at under your skin pod. Good. Yeah. We're good here. <laughs> we're good here. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll talk to you next time. Bye guys. Bye.